0: Welcome to Make New Mistakes, a show about being in business, being in charge, and being the one to totally screw it up. Hosted by two lady C-suite types who are still learning, like you.
1: All right, welcome to episode one of Make New Mistakes. The first episode, the first mistake? The first mistake, <laughs> potentially. Uh, or it's the second one, because there's actually an episode zero, and you should go back and listen to episode zero. It explains.
0: Who we are, how we got here. I speak very fast. I speak normally, I guess. I don't. I'm not sure. I speak a little bit loudly, so that's something we're learning to. We're <laughs> figuring out,
1: figuring this out because takia has a much more naturally loud voice than I do. You have like a rumble.
0: I speak from the diaphragm. You do. I
1: laugh with fullness. You really do. You, I can <laughs> hear you laughing across the entire floor. It's great. It's. I say that as a gigantic positive. People who laugh like that make me very happy. I am Melissa. I'm Takia. And we are the CEO and COO of Mischief Management, which runs fan conventions and does some other things. Yeah, it? other uh, podcasts, apparently. Also podcasts. <laughs> we also make podcasts. Uh, this is a Mischief Media podcast. That's Ooh. the first time I've said that yeah. out loud into a podcast. It's exciting. That is exciting. We have a couple um, of other shows. Uh, Pottercast is a member of the Mischief Media Network, so go check that out. And we'll have a couple of other things coming up that, that will brag about on the next episode
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely today we're going to talk about asserting yourself Mm -hmm. um it's definitely one of the questions i would say one of the uh not i don't know how to frame i i always have trouble framing mistakes because it's it's something i think people are a little bit afraid to do and that's what becomes the mistake it's when you hold back from asserting yourself not that asserting yourself is is the mistake does that make sense
1: yeah i'm um incredibly sicilian so uh, (laughs) oh i guess (laughs) it's the opposite for me (laughs) so it's It's a delicate balance (laughs) it's finding the right level of assertion (laughs) i have to actually restrain myself sometimes um though i of course there are times that i feel like i don't have the standing or that i would be badly received if i asserted even in the face of what i know is absolutely right Mm-hmm. So, Takiya, when was the first time that you had a, a conscious realization that, oh man, I need to assert myself here
0: or I'm going to lose something? Uh, that is a great question. Um, Ooh, that was nice. It <laughs> was like a little tonal. Mm. Well, you know, I like uh, um, operatic <laughs> moments. I think that. One of the – I can't tell you the first time. Um, I'm sure I I will sit with a therapist one day and and go through the recesses and figure out the first time. Um, But one that really, really resonates for me has always been at events, especially as the person – on the ground doing the operationally things you're working with a lot of contractors you're working with a lot of people a lot of dudes that want to hey miss you Mm -hmm. um and then you have to assert yourself and take up space and like tell them what to do and what is wrong and what is right and the only reason that that the only backing that you have to that is your own belief and your own you know well also the fact that if you don't do it are you okay there you just, like, collapsed. Are you fine? I'm great. I lost
1: you my fell train. Over. I did. Lost I fell over train. like the train. The it train happens. fell off the tracks. It happens. The, also, the other thing that you have a lot of the times is the fact that you're paying them. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> that's the only thing. Sometimes that's the only reason they listen to you. Yeah. This idea of taking up space is such, a, is such a... It's such a big, important thing. We are told in all kinds of ways that women should take up less space, that we should shrink, that we owe people getting smaller, getting... Mentally smaller, physically smaller, emotionally
0: smaller. Yeah, that we shouldn't be in their space. Yeah, and also to assert yourself is to, especially in a workplace in a space that's built entirely on knowledge work, to assert yourself is to have a firm belief in your ideas and your own intelligence and your own willpower. It's yeah. not. It's not that you have. It, there isn't a logistical or like logical reason. Uh, beyond the fact that I think it's so that a lot of things happen, it's that I've come up with this idea that we we've come up with this idea and we can make manifest it, but that means that we don't have a firm firm uh, ground to stand on. Sometimes it feels it feels like I'm making it up, and so. When you then have to take that sensation and exert your will and make someone else do what you want and they're pushing back on you, that is very difficult and very scary. And you have to keep telling yourself that you're right throughout the entire time. One of the the best examples I have is that before we even
1: had one of our events, I won't say which, but one of our (laughs) events, one of our events we announced and within a couple of days, a, a company that had a not at all the same kind of name but had nothing to do with events brought me into their office to talk about how we were infringing on their trademark. Yeah. And it was
0: wild. That's not uncommon for you, right? Like we play in the fanish space. We take people's excitement and engagement around various media, um, and play with it and make something new and exciting around it, which means that there are always trademark holders, uh, right or wrong. Yeah. But
1: we having to I absolutely 100% to my toes up to from my toes up to the top of my head know with certainty that what we are doing is our own and is our own creation and is not owned by anybody else no matter what they think about it. So I was brought into a room with a bunch of dudes whose first words and I've never met them before and I should say a bunch of white dudes first first words out of their mouth. Now don't take this personal. Which I will I will remember that moment forever. Uh. That was the first kind of like, oh boy, you would not say this to a man. Okay, cool. Now I see where we're operating, and then explained what they believed to be the issue.
0: Well, also you're you're in a situation where someone's trying to claim ownership over your idea. It
1: is, it is. It is, it is personal. It is personal. It is absolutely personal. I'm paying people. I'm responsible for them living and feeding themselves, and not to mention, it's also our idea. So. Yeah, don't tell me it's not personal I hate when people say don't take it personally well, how should how should I take the thing that I spend most of my life doing not personally
0: and it's all like it's it's starting a conversation from a place of undercutting your passion for something your will your right to fight for it it's saying don't take it personally yeah. don't don't cause a scene don't get, don't emotional, get emotional
1: don't get, don't take it personal
0: and now you can't and now because they've said that right. You can't. Well, you're it, at like, this you're at this place where it's like anything that I say, now my actions are gonna be taken through totally. this lens of and you
1: like get you feel the quicksand underneath you when they say that. they and it's a tried and true even though I, I know and believe that these people are actually what we would define as nice people who were not intending intentionally to do it this way, but it's a tried and true tactic that they that is learned nonetheless because it works. It puts people off their their stride so they tried to explain to me what the issue was and I, and I remember hearing them talk and just being filled with such righteous indignation at what was happening and that's where the assertion came from just in my calm belief that no you're wrong so when you have this like big impressive incredibly moneyed company coming at you and saying we own your idea sometimes the old hanging on to like no this is my idea and I don't care how scrappy I am and I don't care that I can't pay lawyers the way you can I'm going to just sit here and say, no, I disagree with your premise. I feel like you're wrong. And that's the end of this meeting. And the meeting was like six minutes long because when when they realized Mm. there was no pushing me on this, they were like,
0: oh, I guess our lawyers will be in touch. I will say that that is I think that that's a tactic that is underutilized in asserting yourself is stopping a conversation, Mm -hmm. is saying we completely disagree. I'm no longer having this conversation. We'll talk through lawyers or we'll talk through email or we'll talk in another way. But you've put like once someone has put you off guard or put you in a situation where you know that you're right and you know that it's your time to assert yourself, but you don't feel comfortable. You can always stop it. And that is one of the like not it's hard. It is hard. Like I'm not going to it's very hard, but I think it's really underutilized is kind of like pumping the brakes is a really great way to kind of switch the switch the dynamics of yeah. any conversation where you don't feel as certain. Completely. change, Just change the playing field. If you don't like the playing field, you have no obligation to be on it.
1: And being on it is sometimes giving in to the, the way that the other people have set up the chessboard. It's absolutely true. And it's something that I struggle with a lot. I'll just keep going. I'll keep fighting. I'll bang my hand on the table until everybody realizes that I am right. Um, and sometimes that's not the best tactic and getting, like, stepping back and really accessing the Slytherin in you and finding out what you really want and need from a conversation and, and pushing it. that That is that's is a way of asserting yourself as well, as not asserting yourself.
0: Oh, absolutely. I forget who said it. Honestly, it was probably Shonda Rhimes because I'm obsessed. But um, someone said no is a full sentence. It is. And it is. And it's a really powerful one. Um, There are so many times where we're trying to figure out the best way to combat disagreement or the best way to bring up an idea or the best way to assert ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, When honestly, the best way is to firmly and frankly, but compassionately tell someone no or tell someone what you feel about the situation, oftentimes the truth is the easiest and only way through something. And it's hard because it's because I think that we as people who put a lot of ourselves into our work, as people who are really passionate about what we do, are afraid of the way people will take Our truths are are afraid of the way people will understand what we're saying and honestly are afraid that people like ourselves will take a criticism as a uh, personal uh, attack, because sometimes I take criticism as a personal attack. Totally. And and so we couch the truth and we couch our no and all of these other things but the best some of the i think that the best way to assert yourself is by just frankly and firmly telling someone the truth or saying no getting to a no
1: briefly and without laboring the issue is it's one of my biggest challenges if i don't care about a person Often don't <laughs> or if I haven't met them. Like no, no, that's crazy. No, no, absolutely not. I'll be fine with it. But the more I care about a person, the harder it is to say like no. And also in, to myself to look at things that we're doing and be like, step back. Do you need to be doing this? Should you have not done this at all? Is this the right move? What are your motivations? You know, I have a lot, a lot of questions, a lot of failures, and a lot of things that have gone wrong. Um, could have been helped by those by those conversations.
0: Yeah. And I think that it really helps in situations like that to know that you have a really strong team behind oh God, you Yeah, <laughs> that's going to support the, the assertion that you make and vice versa. I think that in creating and having a great team behind you, leaders foster a great team by making sure that the support goes both ways. Um some of my best moments of assertion are usually when uh someone else tells me they need me they to need fill that role. Cop. They need a bad cop. I enjoy playing the bad cop sometimes. <laughs> um sometimes too much. I overdo it. Um <laughs> tell, tell I... the bus story. <laughs> tell the bus story. <laughs> it's great. uh so one of my one of my stories of overdoing it, I will say, uh was uh during Broadway Con 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um we had a shuttle company Um, working with us and they were uh picking up folks and we were getting a lot of complaints about like the they're not showing up at the same, right time leaving too early things like that um and our and on our team we like to create sometimes superficial layers that we can escalate a problem through mm-hmm. because when you're working in customer service and honestly when you're working with contractors it, the idea of seniority which is kind of a weird false idea on a lot of things oh, it helps some people it helps i people. have seen
1: i have seen abby turn to kylie who who is her direct report Kylie uh, reports to Abby. I have seen Abby turn to Kylie with no intro to this at all and say to Kylie... Uh, excuse me. This this lovely person here would like to speak with my supervisor. And Kylie just takes the cue and goes with it. And often that diffuses the situation because yep. people want to speak to the manager. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kylie's like
0: two feet tall. Uh, she's very small. <laughs> She'll say it herself. But yeah, so we were having troubles trouble with the bus company. Um, they and so Abby gave me the phone and said like this like these are the problems that I'm having. I need you to like just direct me at the problem. And I. Let them have it. It was almost fun i was just i i stood in the assertion that we weren't getting what we paid for and this was unacceptable and i went for it for a good five minutes um and honestly my mom was there so that was (laughs) so that that was kind of awkward and interesting um but i just kind of went for it and i was like no this is unacceptable i like yeah i would like to see any records you have like i was just show me the receipts (laughs) um and i got off the phone and I handed it to Abby, and it's like so I think maybe he was right so you're gonna have to defuse that situation <laughs> but off
1: now Abby can be like oh my gosh my boss is being unreasonable I'm really sorry about it but now and now we're on a common. I know it's, it's a little slick to do it that way but sometimes when you're not getting what you need especially in events events are such a great cauldron for um, everything being urgent, because time is going by yes. as you're having the conversation, yep. and so you don't have time to make ever, to make relationships perfect on the ground. So sometimes you need to do little things to make the person who has the main contact with say the bus company now you're in sort of a on on a similar side together and Mm -hmm. you'd be shocked how quickly things
0: oh yeah and honestly there's a lot of i think that there are a lot of relationships that are built under the premise of please don't make me take this to my boss (laughs) um under the premise of please help like there's a crazy person please help um, and I think I think that that's something that we lean into and we kind of work for our advantage when we need to. Um, but it's also it's it's about having the again support and rapport with the team around you to be able to pass that off and to be know and to know when you're playing the role and to know um, what what you need to get out of every exchange and when you're when you're asserting yourself in business oftentimes you're not unless you know a lot of people do have small businesses where it's just like a one person shop Um, but a lot of times in in business you're not asserting just for yourself Mm -hmm. Um, you're asserting on behalf of Your team or your customers or your agent or just a number. There are so many people in every business that goes into and has a stake in seeing things succeed. And so it's not just and that that really helps me. That helps me know that I'm not coming from a place of it's just it's just for me. Yeah. The times when I felt like I have overdone it, I have been comforted in the fact that
1: if I'm overdoing it, I'm usually doing it to protect somebody else on the team to protect our business interests to protect somebody else on the team to protect our business interests. Um, there, are, there are times when, when <laughs> I do fly off the handle and it, almost two, two a time it is because I feel the person at the other end is mistreating somebody on my staff or trying to screw us. It's hard. I, I say I'm Sicilian. I am hot tempered, but it, it is not, it is not super easy to get me mad. Mm-hmm. It's, is super easy to get me mad if you're dismissing or insulting somebody on our team Uh, or trying to screw us. You're a
0: Gryffindor. You're a (laughs) righteous.
1: I'm a Gryffindor with Hufflepuff secondary. When Huffle when you're a Hufflepuff secondary, honestly might be the worst. It's the worst because because you exhaust yourself. Because if the world isn't fair, the world must be fixed, and it must be fixed right now. So so yeah. So I've I've definitely lost it. For instance, there was a time recently where we were having a contract dispute with the hotel of an event that we were at because they had told us xyz thing that we then followed the instructions on and that cost us i don't know twenty thousand dollars like it was just an insane amount of money and in this conversation they were heavily implying that one of our employees had lied to us about how the thing went and look (sighs) that is not a thing that goes on here no you know we're all in the same boat it is all it is all a a, we're all trying to get to the same end and i Absolutely believe that every employee sometimes, you know, tries to show the best, but there's no lying about what's going on. Especially we had gone in as a team going over all the details together. So I hear this person trying to... uh, shade my employee basically and that's when i was like no this is done
0: i will say we do we enter into a lot of and this is a difference of workplaces we enter into a lot of conversations where I my the back of my mind is you obviously don't talk to your team as much as i talk to mine but what you're insinuating is crazy i love and maybe that happens in your workplace but it does not happen in ours. so please stop it's wild when i hear well you know
1: this is you know I don't want to tell you something about your employee. I'm like, there's no possible way to <laughs> tell me something about my
0: employee. Do
1: you know how much we talk to each other? And obviously, as, in, as companies grow, that changes and we work on it as best and, we can.
0: And I'm not saying that I know everything no. that everyone is doing at every moment of the day. I am just saying that if it's something that is so important that you, contractor, third-party person, need to tell me, I already know yeah. it.
1: Knowing how hard we all work to keep to respect each other's job, keep, keep everybody informed on everything, gives me such a firm footing when I have to go and fight with somebody. Yes. And say, no, there's no way what you're saying is true. And nine times out of ten, I'm proven right. And if I'm not, there was some miscommunication. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. What was the time that you tried to assert yourself or felt like you had to assert yourself and because you were being dismissed?
0: Mm. I mean... I feel like that happens so often. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Honestly, there are so many drive-bys. I think about just working in events. You have so many people who tell you that they have... Honestly, being young and working in events, you have so many people who tell you they have... All of these years and years of experience that it has to be this way or another way, uh, and so we run into the situation a lot. I feel like where it's like no, pr- or prove it to me, prove it to me that it takes uh twenty minutes to. Un- oh, set up a chair! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just
1: going to tell. I'm just going to tell all my all my all my fun stories from this event. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, city redacted. <laughs> city redacted. So there was.
1: There's At convention centers, there's a little-known fact about organizing events at convention centers, usually, if they need to set up chairs, there's a charge yeah. for setting up the chairs. So when BroadwayCon, for instance, was at the Javits Center... What do we spend forty five thousand dollars in chairs? Yeah, because it's like you four, rent the actual chairs. Oh. Yeah, no, it's completely. Bonkers. You have to rent.
0: You have to rent the chairs, then you have to pay put the the then you have to pay labor to set up the chairs. And if you do anything else in that space, so you remove the chairs and put them back, it's an extra yeah additional on top of fee. Um, honestly, when you walk into a convention center, assume that breathing the air costs money. Yeah, it does.
1: It does because <laughs> if you do want to breathe air that's not incredibly too hot or very or too cold. <laughs> You need to put on a flip, a switch, and then that costs money. So, in one of these events, they were charging us what I considered to be a completely absurd rate. (laughs) Hadn't done Broadway Gun yet, (laughs) so didn't realize what it could be elsewhere. Yes. But it wasn't New York, okay? Uh, And they were charging, I don't know, six, they were saying you could only get six chairs done in a minute. You could only open and place six chairs, that you had to hire this like specialized force of people for this incredible amount of money. (laughs) And I looked at the guy and I was like,
0: chair army. I'm just thinking specialized force. Who goes into chair opening? (laughs) I get
1: that there are people who do manual, like people do manual labor. That is a thing you sign up for and you get, you know, but it's not like there's a special chair force. So. So this guy kept telling me that I that it was absolutely fair. And
0: also, and they I like, have special I chairs. Bet. To be fair, convention centers do have do. weird locking chairs. Right, um, but, they're not like, but they're not like it's not brain surgery. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not like there's that a little much thing much on the work. side.
1: It's fine. It's super easy. So he kept telling me that it was not possible to do more than six chairs in a minute. And I was like, fine. So I walked over and I started setting up chairs. I think I did ten in minute, or whatever <laughs> it was. But I remember them. There was a lot of men at this center, and. All weekend I get I sort of got shaded. There's two other stories, uh, and it does have to do with asserting oneself. We were in between two convention halls, and I was we were still having this argument about the chairs, uh, and he was so done with me arguing about this that he just looked at me and went, "Listen, hun," and I had a business partner at the time, and she was standing next to me, and I saw her just close her eyes. <laughs> Because she knew what was about <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I lost it. And not in a, like, screaming way. But in a, like, I, s- I said, listen, your name is, we'll call him Joe. Your name is Joe. I'm going to call you Joe. I'm going to call you Mr. Smith. I'm not going to call you bro or hey you or get over here. I'm going to call you one of those things. My name is Melissa. Your options are Melissa or... Miss Annelli or ma'am those are your options or you can just not say my name at all and he just stared at me and when there was a silence I was like do you understand me and he said yes Melissa (laughs) it was just so rough because I was so done
0: but then later But then later. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, this was a crazy place. Yeah. I mean, I think that so many times for our company, I think so many times we're asserting ourselves. It's not even that we have to tell someone that they are wrong. It's not that that we have to tell someone that they are doing something different than what we were asking for. Oftentimes, we just have to tell someone that we belong here, that we own the company right. that we are doing our jobs and they have to respect our authority yeah they really don't like hearing that
1: especially dudes don't like hearing they're not used to it they're not used to women pushing back and because a lot of these a lot, especially in events a lot of events come in and they're incredibly moneyed and they don't care here's what we need we'll sign the check it's not our money we don't care it is our money it's the fuel that runs our that runs people's salaries you know it's very very personal for us so there was um later that night there was some, an issue with the security so, something was weird about the security i can't remember the exactly what yeah. the thing was mm-hmm. but i went over to the head of security with my all-access badge and at this point i'd met him like five times i went over to him and said look this is can you fix this i'm worried that people are you know able to buy alcohol when they can't or something like that and now at our events i don't drink i at on which is almost 100 true on saturday night T- I'll allow myself like a drink at our at our Wizard Rock show or at our ball or um, whatever the Saturday night event is for that particular event. And um, I'd had like one gin and tonic. My friend Matt was standing there. He's like, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a gin and tonic. It's great. And so I went over and talked to the security guy once I saw what was happening. I said, can you fix this? There's a problem. And he was pushing back on me and pushing back on me. I was like, right. But but here's where the problem is. And here's what you're not seeing. So I finally got it sorted. And then I went um, over to my friend Matt, and he's like, whoa, boy, that looked a little heated. I'll buy you another drink. I was like, nah, sure, I deserve it. It's been a rough <laughs> weekend. I keep getting called hon and sweetie. And, sure, <laughs> give me a drink. We go over to the bar, and the bartender says, I'm sorry, I've been instructed not to serve you.
0: Uh, because God forbid <sighs> you tell someone how to do their job at the event that you are running. Oh. Uh, I think that makes you look like a belligerent drunk, That's, that's Melissa. Yes. I mean, Hun right (laughs) it
1: was so i i can call up the rage that's the rage that i felt and matt was standing there looking at me with like jaw as far to the floor as a jaw can get just like no she's she runs the company that's paying the entire bill tonight she's Had one drink, and the fact, and you can see that as he was like defending, he felt so sickened by the fact that he had to defend. Mm -hmm. It was so, and I was just apoplectic. I read, I left, and I went right back to our office, and I wrote the most strident set of emails you've ever seen <laughs> in your life to the management of the center saying you will be in our office at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning we need to have a talk and so and so um, matt like answered with a full backup you know i was standing right there everything she's saying is true which again he said i can't believe i have to say this and so we did get the leadership of the center in and they were very apologetic mm-hmm. and that guy wasn't working that night or at least wasn't working near me uh-huh. and we you know and we we figured it out but the the level of extra you have to go to to just even when the fact is true that you are signing the check you are running the thing you are the person that got introduced to to the rest of the people as the head of the company you have to really 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 push yourself forward and it's it is i will tell you there are days i am just yeah
0: i mean i think that i think that it's i think it's worth considering how often we are asserting ourselves against the image of who people believe should be in positions of power it's not It's not asserting ourselves to get something done. Right. It's just literally asserting ourselves. Just right. like ourselves being in a space where people don't expect that to be the person who is saying whatever it is needs to get said to make a project move forward. It is exhausting. It's incredibly exhausting. Yeah. We're going to end each of our episodes with what's a mistake we made this week. So – Honestly, here's the thing. This happens a lot. People accidentally CC the wrong person on an email, not infrequently. And luckily, I'm never an asshole. Check your twos. <laughs> Check your twos. People do it and say crazy things. We have been on the mm-hmm. we have been on the receiving side of some crazy ones. Oh yeah. Um, but my mistake this week is that I accidentally. What did you say? Um, I sent. I it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just like a professional email. But I yeah, because um, you know not
1: to put crazy stuff in email.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like a totally normal email. But I put the wrong person on it because I didn't. I was just kind of like speeding through and I just typed the name. And as it turns out, there are a lot of Jordans, whether it's the first name, (laughs) last name, sideways. There are just a lot of them in our lives. In this company alone. In this company alone. Um, and so I got the wrong person on an email, but it was fine and I just fixed it. It was like not that big of a deal. I
1: got, that happened to me this week from some company that actually was founded by a really, really, really big name that I won't, you know, out on the, on the podcast. But I didn't even, I've never heard of this company before and I was just on these internal email. I thought it was like a marketing ploy. (laughs) You know, I was like, what's going on? They just like asking me questions. Melissa, where are we with blah, blah, blah. But they clearly had just DC'd the wrong Melissa. Mine this week is that when we were at our last event... Um, Our websites went down, all of them, literally all of them across the entire network. (laughs) And here's how that happened. That was fun. It was so fun. (laughs) Here's how that happens. How that happens is that your your AWS, your Amazon storage account, um, is an email address that you don't... I'm very precious about where that email address lands and who has the password, obviously because... So much it's, can go wrong. It's all the emails. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's It literally controls everything. So you keep it very tight. And so it's not in our documents. The emails don't get forward. And as a result, I don't check that email account very much. And our card, our, the, the debit card that we used for the business got hacked or whatever a couple of months ago. And we replaced it, replaced everything. But because I don't check those emails very often, I didn't realize that we weren't paying the bill. So then... What happens eventually is your account gets suspended and they'll fix it. They're very nice about it. You pay it. They fix it. But it takes like an hour two hours in which your whole life feels like it's flashing before you. Like Takiyah texted me. And she's like, "Uh, so I was in the middle of a meeting and you called. And I was like, I can't answer this. But she wouldn't be calling me unless it's important. I'll call her back in two minutes. And you called back. And I was like, oh, boy. So <laughs> let me answer this. And she was like, oh, all the websites are down. I was like, oh. And the penny dropped. And I was like, I know what that is my bad but we but we got in we fixed it now the email's forward so it's like it's fine it won't happen again but wow does a tiny mistake just come back and bite you sometimes. Do
0: you, do you know, when I uh, discovered that, It th- honestly, the reason that I discovered that is because it was first the PODXE website. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe there's like a lot of traffic. I like, right? <laughs> like I was, <laughs> I, I was 100% <laughs> yes, only. I was like, maybe there's a lot of traffic. Maybe that's a good problem. <laughs> and, oh. and and I was like, everyone's overreacting. It's fine. And then I discovered that it was all of them. All and I was like, them. I am not reacting enough. <laughs> <I'm> totally. You called me. <laughs> I, know. I know, I was, I I was chuckling all night because <laughs> I told, I told, I told my roommates, I told everyone because I thought it was the funniest thing, because it's like, all of the websites were down, including the Lukey Cauldron, excluding Con of Thrones. That's hilarious.
1: Because it's on Squarespace. <laughs> this is our first ad, everybody. <laughs>
0: about- <laughs> for Squarespace. <laughs> I was cackling all night. Amazing. Um... But, yeah, 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 uh, definitely.
1: That's, that's yeah, no, it was a thing. though, I do think that if we lost if we misplaced the card and didn't pay Squarespace,
0: they'd also shut us down. Yeah, it sounds like check your check your twos and check your email.
1: <laughs> start as early as our advice for the week. as early as you can, start yourself a spreadsheet where all uh, the pieces yeah. go and make sure that you're getting all the emails that you need to get. The, it, I, I don't even, I can't even count the spider fingers at this point we're a small company. Can you imagine how a big company does it? i can't no,
0: I think you hire someone, right. <laughs> Yeah. So when you're in situations, um, backtracking, sort of segueing into an end thing, when you're in situations like the one with the uh, city redacted, where the they, redacted. <laughs> where they aren't kind of respecting your authority and the way that you're asserting yourself, how do you get through those? Um.
1: Such an interesting question. I am blessed with a team that when I go to them with the story will will reassure me that I'm not crazy and that it's not me and then they're as angry as I am. That helps a lot and that also helps in the moment and with each successive time that happens it assures me more and more that you're not crazy. This is a real thing in the world. You need to just stand your ground and remember who you are and with experience you know it lessens but the first couple of times that it happens I think what's important to do is to um, go to what you know is true if you own the company you own the company there's nothing that they can do to stop that being true so if they want to get paid they're going to listen to what you say so you know revert to the things that the things that you know are facts you deserve to take up space in the world you do um, own or work for or you know whatever the idea is yours yeah be have that confidence. make that confidence unshakable in those facts and the rest will fall out
0: yeah 100 percent. trust your instincts makes it a lot easier to assert yourself or at the very least easier when you fall back (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then have a drink oh god yeah i mean (laughs) within reason we're not we're not i mean have your uh, whatever that is yeah. yeah have
1: your whatever that is do a bubble bath whatever whatever your version of oh is mine is At night, I go home, I get relaxed, and my boyfriend squeezes my feet. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful. I was expecting something about the dog, honestly. (laughs) The dog, like, jumps on top of me. He waggles his butt like crazy. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But he's not, like, the least stressful animal that's ever been. (laughs) I don't know that he reduces me. He does when he's, like, leaning on me and he's sleeping and he's cuddly. But mostly it's like, Mom, 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 you're home. Yesterday I got home and he... i've been training him to when i get home just to calm him down because he goes so crazy that i fear he's gonna break something to go to a certain spot on the couch and we sit and we cuddle and he's been as soon as i walk in he's been running to that couch but today yesterday we went in he ran to the couch and then he realized he didn't have the toy that he wanted to show me (laughs) so he ran across the room got the (laughs) toy and brought it back and i'm like i you are the you are you are literally the best
0: all right so what are the things we say at the end of an episode like rate review subscribe yeah new mistakes things. pod new on mistakes all the pod. things um if you have a question that you would like us to delve into send us an email at newmistakespod at gmail.com yeah.
1: we're at newmistakes.mischiefmedia.com or at newmistakespod on twitter newmistakespod on facebook tell your friends we're really excited about this and we're excited to create a community of people who are not afraid to talk about their mistakes Just sit and talk to you. Yeah,
0: and the mic is kissing me. Oh, oh the no, mic. Okay, now let's say things. Say things with P in them. P? Peter pecked a pick a pick of peppers. Pickled. He pecked Pickled. a pick. Pecked it f- What did he peck? He picked. He didn't peck a. No! F- <laughs> 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 not what he picked. No, that seems wrong. Or picked. Um, yeah.